back to another exciting episode of Realities May Vary, the podcast about nothing by two guys who talk about whatever they want. Uh, if we put, listen, why put a label on it? That's what all the other kids want. They're trying to be niche broadcasters. We are, we are broad broadcasters. And by we, I mean, uh, that's Cody Goff. I, of course, am Brian Nunn. And uh, hello. You look all, uh, look all red wrapped like you've got a you're in a christmas box this is dude i'm digging your a christmas tree on the side b christmas background Tis we got a lot season. it oh the house uh looks like uh the north pole has exploded we have not uh we started we started the decorating on saturday because i had looked i did what i always do and you're going to start doing this as a homeowner mm -hmm. um have you done your outside yet? Have you decorated your outside yet? We're going to do that this weekend. This weekend. Very nice. I did it last weekend because I was watching all the weather monkeys uh, mm -hmm. yell about the fact that it was going to snow and it was going to rain. It was going to get cold and blah, 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 blah. And so I looked at um, the calendar and I said, Saturday was the day. If I don't get it all done on Saturday, I'm not doing it because God forbid I have to go outside in the bitter cold, which I've done in the past in the rain and snow, which I've done in the past. Uh, so Saturday, I did the outside. We have some new additions. The outside looks, I got to tell you, it looks tight. Yeah, as the looks kids tight. like to say, it looks tight. Nice. It's a mix of secular and religious. Oh. Yeah, we got a nice nativity out there, a very simple uh, nativity, more of a nativity silhouette with a nice light on it. And then uh -huh. we've got some snowmen. And we got a little, some Santas out there and a lot of bright lights uh, over, uh, what did I figure? Over 2,500 twinkling Christmas lights now, uh, just on the outside. Is Santa secular or not? Because isn't, isn't anything associated with Christmas automatically considered by our culture to be religious? I throw, well, the snowmen are secular for sure. Some now, if you go good. with uh, Saint Nick, if you call him Saint Nick or uh, Père Noël, yeah, then perhaps you would uh, put him in the religious category. But then I also did, uh, yeah, I don't know. I'm, I'm, I'm going to leave. Here's what I'm doing. Once Santa was co-opted by Coca-Cola, he he became a secular figure back in the day. Hmm. So Santa is a secular figure. Hello, Cindy. Hello, Karen. Hello, Linda. Hello, Judy. Everybody is uh, jumping in. We are happy to have you. Uh, so yeah, I'm, I'm going to say Santa is secular. Okay. Obviously the nativity scene is not, uh, the snowmen are secular, but it's a nice blend. And we added yeah. some, I used to be against the led lights, quite frankly. Uh, I added some led lights this year. Oh, I'm going all led. I'm, I'm Out trashing every other kind of light <clears throat> outdoor or indoor or what outdoor, my outdoor, uh, I added some leds on a, a couple bushes this year and on the deck out back. Because I also decorate out back. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so we're we're gonna. I'm gonna do the LED. I'm gonna cast an LED light net on a uh, on a bush. It sounds uh, good this, this weekend. That's so we're gonna do our first bush, and then if that goes well, we have at least three or four other bushes that I'm considering really just bushing it up. Go Griswold, man. You mm -hmm. you've you've been with me long enough. Exterior illumination is key to Christmas. How yeah, else are you going to win some neighborhood beautification award if you don't light your house up like a lunatic? We do. We need to do that. We've we've been slow to the. We've been. This was not our most proudly. We know how to be suburban year. Okay. Uh, 
uh, my, my scheduling was a little off because I'm like, you, you planned it. You looked, you looked at weather, you figured things out, right? I did not do those things. Uh, in well, fact, you also have a busy social schedule. You're always somewhere. Mm. You are, uh, you know, you're off doing God knows what with God knows who. So That's I get true. it. Well, you recently. Yeah, we'll get into that. Yeah. Because that, that was a holiday celebration. Uh, here's how my weekend went briefly. Because <sighs> I don't have much to say about my decorations that are up. All other than my wife did a beautiful job. Actually, we have, we have a lot to talk about with trees. Christmas we got tree. a lot to, yeah, we got a lot of decorating talk, but uh, go on with your with your other stuff. Yeah, we we need some tree, tree talk is going to be, it's, it's, <laughs> I've been looking forward to tree talk with you for days now. Oh, it's very exciting. Seriously. So, uh, All right. Uh, so the new Final Fantasy fourteen expansion came out. <laughs> um, I think we've talked about this. I this do is... remember you'd say you were planning for this. Mm -hmm. Yes. I took Friday and yesterday off work, Friday and Monday. Oh, that's okay. Because I wanted four days to play it. But you also have a, uh, you also have a child. I do, but Friday and Monday, the nanny was here. Okay. Uh, who is normally here to watch him while my wife and I work. And you know, my wife was also around and knew that this event was coming. Didn't matter. <laughs> because Friday is when I realized today is the last day of trash collection. Like today, Tuesday, is the last day of free leaf bag collection. City of Lombard, uh, fun fact, six weeks of free leaf bag collection. Really? Yeah. Quite quite generous, I've been told. Some some people were discussing Glen Ellen and they were like, Does Glen Ellen do like one day? Who knows? I don't know uh, the truth of that. Villa Park, I know, also extended theirs. I think it's next week. They they really theirs. yeah. Quite, so some of the suburbs are pretty good about the leaf collection, which is, makes sense. Because all right, can I say this? I hate that. Now I don't mind the villages picking up the leaves, uh, the the town, the you know the cities, the townships, the villages, mm -hmm. what have you. But what I mind is like uh, I live near Oak Park, Illinois. A very oh very hoity toity. Oh, very. Uh, a little, little suburb uh, just west of Chicago where they allow people to push their leaves into the street. What? And, yes. So, and they have no, um, they have no rules and no street lights. I'm trying to read, I'm trying to read a, uh, no, oh, you put read... November in the lower third. You've got 1126 and 1130. Oh, do I still have a caption up? You have a caption up here, Brian and WTNJ. Oh, see, no, that's, oh, that was last. I didn't check it from last week's. No, those were the right dates. I'm done. Oh. I'm, not, I'm not done there, but I don't have I don't have uh, the 26th and the 30th scheduled uh, for December. Sorry about mm -hmm. that. Okay, that's that's where the confusion came in. I'm like, what's happening here? All right, so here's the deal. They don't have any streetlights. So the people can just push all their leaves out into the street, and the streets are very narrow. So... People are not just doing leaves, though. They're doing leaves and tree branches and shrubbery and old pumpkins and everything. So there's, I will make a, a turn from one street onto another and, <clears throat> pardon me, almost drive into a giant pile of leaves and brush because they just can leave them on the street till the village comes and picks them up. They just sit there, like, the, the leaf, they don't bag them or anything. The village just, like, brings some giant leaf tractor down the street and that's how that works sorry i was so mad i was choking to death oh yes uh yes that's exactly how it works they come down with a big like vacuum truck like a street sweeper vacuum truck and they suck it all in however 
there's no way to know that this is out there. And people don't just put, they put them out like almost a car's width into the street. So it's, it's ridiculous. I'm, I was tempted almost to wreck my car to see what kind of money I could get from the village because they allow things to be parked in the, you know, in the, it's not like a car where you turn the corner and you can see a car. You know, you turn a corner and there's all of a sudden a giant long pile of leaves, but it's only about three feet high. It's like somebody laid down mini bikes in the street, perhaps mopeds. I, I don't know why I would bring up mopeds, but what if those were just laying in the street? Now, Marta says most places nowadays vacuum up the leaves. Is that accurate? Well, that's what Oak Park does. In our, uh, well, I lived in Berwyn. We had to put them in bags. When I lived in Frankfurt, we had to put them in bags. Uh, here in the city of Chicago, you got to put them in bags. So I just gave three examples of places that don't vacuum up the leaves. I don't know about it. anywhere else. All I know is I was, see, in, I, part for me, leaf collecting and bagging is exercise. Okay. And for me, it's the most rewarding type of exercise because I'm getting something done and I'm getting exercise. You know, I got the blower and then I got, I'm, you know, raking things up and I'm scooping it and bringing out the bag, hauling the bag back and forth. I get my 10,000 steps in every time. Right. I'm all, you know, I'm not, and I see uh, next door on either side of my neighbors, you know, they got a crew of like 20 people show up and finish the whole thing in an hour and it looks like it's professionally done and it's like, because it was professionally done. Because it was. Meanwhile, I'm over here spending 10 hours doing it, and that's fine. I save myself a few hundred bucks. And uh, I like your I like your kind of uh, backhanded, passive aggressive flex that you have a giant yard with a lot of trees. <laughs> like you're a huge property owner. Oh my! It takes me 10 hours on my land to clean up all the leaves. Well, you do have a lot of trees mm -hmm. on your property. Well, and the neighbors have a lot of trees. Yes, and the I neighbors' don't have leaves always blow into your yard. No, they fall into my yard because they're giant-ass trees. And they're six stories tall, and they happen to also be over my property. Trees don't obey property lines. I don't know. Trees if are very this. disrespectful when it comes to that. I'm not, yes. I, you know, I'm not happy about that. Right. So the trees. All, a lot of the neighbors' leaves are falling. Some of my leaves are falling into their yard. It's like, sorry, that's your problem. You know what are you gonna do? Now, do you uh, do you ever go to your neighbors and say, listen, man? Why don't you send a, why don't you peel off three or four of your professional crew and come have them get your share of the leaves over here? Yesterday, uh, yesterday, yesterday, I did consider, because they were doing it yesterday and I considered walking over and being like, all right, which one of you runs this operation? How much do I got to pay to just walk next door and finish mine too? You know what? They probably would have done it for like 30, 40 bucks. No Depending way. on how much you had left. No way. I last year I had a uh, there was a guy land doing landscape work across the street and I didn't have any of my stuff around. I was like, hey, can I hire you to just uh, trim up that giant bush? And he was like, yeah, 20 bucks. I go, you got it. 20 bucks. There you go. And I went back inside and he trimmed the bush. <laughs> and it was a big it was a big bush, a giant bush, yeah. which is now festooned with LED lights. So, all right, so you finally got all your leaves done, which you have to do before you do the Christmas decoration. You got to have all the leaves up. Some people will say to you, Cody, you know, those leaves would make good mulch for your grass next year. And to those people, I say, you are a lazy slob. Okay. What is the deal with that? Every That's what my wife kept saying. She's like, just leave the leaves. They'll all just like die and they'll be good mulch. And it's good for the trees and it's good for the lawn and it's good for the soil and blah, blah, blah. It's another it nature. The, it kills the grass. This is why I was just like, I was just like, there's got to be a reason every, my whole life growing up, everyone 
Right. Got rid a of blanket, leaves. a blanket of wet leaves will kill your grass. Okay. Yeah. There you go. Now I know. So there you go. There, yeah, you nah, there you go. You don't need that. I don't want it's that. Crazy talk. No. Want dead it's... grass. You got a lot of grass. What if it was all dead? Then you got to pay more landscapers to come and put down all sorts of uh, crazy chemicals. But uh, to your point, I could have put up Christmas decorations anytime because I did the front yard like a week and a half ago. Oh, that was done forever. Like that's that. Okay. And it looks perfect. I, I did that. I mowed afterwards just to wow. get rid of the extra grass and, you know, you know, cut up the, the tiny leaves that were left behind. The front has been perfect for weeks. All right. But the back. Uh, yeah. So the back. So, all right. Friday. All right. Friday. Picture this. I've got the day off to play a video game. Play a video game. You take time off of work to play a video. Pardon me. I'm, I'm opening a beer to enjoy your story. What do you, yeah. So I, uh, I, uh, take the day off. Right. So I wake up in the morning. I'm the first one up. I wake up with my kid and, uh, that never happens. My wife is always the morning person. And I was like, you know what? I want to be dad of the year, husband of the year. Oh, just going to watch him. Just going to feed him. I'm going to hang out with him. Let my wife sleep in. I, don't, I can, I can play this video game in an hour. It'll be great. Cool. So we uh -huh. hang out a little bit in the morning. She gets up, you know, it's all wonderful. I'm dad of the year. Great. Cool. I play for like the three hours, let's say, uh, yeah, good chunk. I'm like, I should take a break and work on my lawn. So I spent the pretty much the entire afternoon, uh, doing that, uh, doing lawn stuff. <laughs> well, this game is so popular. It is so wildly popular and uh, has unprecedented users. Uh, no one has ever played this game more. There are hundreds of, th there are actually millions, I think millions of people playing this game, maybe hundreds of thousands. Why? But what makes it, what, what's so great about it? The story, uh, the gameplay, the community, the interaction with other players, the atmosphere, all of the music, everything. It's just a, the best game ever made. And, wow. uh, right. so at this point later in the day, I'm like doing all this yard work, doing some family stuff. And then I'm like, ah, oh, I better log on. Well, I log in and you have to go, you would go into a queue to wait to log in because the servers what? are, because the servers are full and the queue <sighs> is 6,000 some people ahead of me <laughs> in line. So you gotta wait, this is worse than Disneyland at this point. So every 30 seconds or so it refreshes and it says how many players are in queue ahead of you. Every 10 minutes or so, it would knock off a couple hundred people. Oh my God. Because no one's logging out of the game. So oh Friday God. night is here and I'm just like, well, I'm not playing this today, am I? You got to stay up all night. You would Hopefully have people to. from around the globe will fall asleep. You would, well, there's, so there's European servers, there's Japanese servers, and there's North American servers. So I'm on a North American server. So at best, I'm two hours off from California. Right. The, the plan for me is wake up early and play before California wakes up. Okay. Well, I didn't do that Saturday. I, I don't know what I did Saturday. I don't remember. And then I saw you. We'll talk about that later. Yeah. And then Sunday, basically, I didn't play. It was another, like, maybe hour or so. No, I didn't think <laughs> I didn't play Sunday. Monday rolls around. Uh, same kind of thing. Logged on for a couple hours in the morning. Got two, three hours of playtime in. And then uh, did yard work the rest of the day. And then after wow. work, the login queue was like 8,000 people. And uh, I was like, okay. So, yeah, took two full days off. Got about four and a half, five hours of playtime in. It's fine. But my yard is done, and it looks yeah. phenomenal. And uh, my wife saw the uh, the lawn bag picker-uppers this morning. And lawn bag picker-uppers? Yeah. He didn't look happy with our house. Because he had a lot I of bags had, to pick her up? I had... 25 to 30 bags. 
Hey, man. Once again, big flex. Yeah. You should have just, you should have gone out there with a, uh, giving him one of your many Bourbon County stouts. Uh, not drinking that today. Actually, I just cracked open brand new from Revolution Ooh. Brewing Deepwood Series Vanilla Death. Oh, that sounds delicious. Oh, my goodness. That sounds delicious. You know, it's good because Revolution's always good. Our friends yeah, at yeah. Revolution Brew Room. Um, but I'm not getting a lot of vanilla. Oh, okay. Yeah. I would. This one I wouldn't recommend. Now, ah, later in the podcast, when I decide that I want to just go totally off the rails, I also have a straight jacket with me. Oh, that's the barley wine. Yeah, the barley wine. Not no, another no. new release. So well, you, uh, are I'll let you... Get, you are ready to get turned. Well, today more uh, deep woods went on sale, um, <laughs> which I bought another like hundred dollars. I have a I have a spending problem. Yeah. I okay. Need to, I need to start reselling some of these some of these beers. I'm just I'm drowning in beer. <laughs> and I don't drink that much. I only have it like That's two the a problem. Week. You're like a weird collector. Well, <sighs> I have been having to have one a day because uh Debbie and Molly mm. came downstairs uh when was it? Oh, I guess right before December. So last uh, last Tuesday night with this giant box, this advent calendar, a beer advent calendar that they got at Costco and it is all German beer. Yeah, all the Nazi beers. I must drink everything from. Yeah, it's very good. It's wow. Oh, it's made with the tears of people. Um, <laughs> no, that's not true. In. How many of those coming German beers have you had? Tonight? I only have one a day, but they're pints. They are uh, the the problem is I don't I don't speak or read German, and all these cans are in German. Mm. Uh, but I am on day seven. And I have not had a bad one yet. There's a lot of lagers and a lot of Hellas. Uh, and the other day I had a Schwarzbach, which was a black Bach, which was delicious. Tonight I am drinking Kurfalsbrau. Nice. Yeah. You like the can of Kurfalsbrau? It is a I, Hellas lager. Dude, that's some shouted Freude. Yeah. It's traditionally brewed in the heart of Germany. That's what it says anyway. So every day uh, I have this, oops, every day I have this giant uh, beer advent calendar sitting down in the, in the dining room and I pull out, I find the day, pop it out. And they're very hard to get out because they're full pint cans mm -hmm. and the front, uh, you know, but anyway, I get it out. I put it in the refrigerator the night before so that uh, the next day I can have my one. So I have this one. This is tonight's number seven and I've got number eight in the refrigerator. I know how to get it out. Use a bulb planter. A bulb planter? Yeah. Oh, yeah. One of the. I'm afraid I'd. Yeah, but I'm afraid I'd puncture the can. Uh, don't push that hard. Just, you know. The ABV on these is not very high. That's the nice thing. They're all about. Uh, this one is. 5.3. So it's low. They're all low alcohol. And yeah, no, same. I'm drinking a 13.6. <clears throat> yeah, that's about right. They're about yeah. the same. So I like I, I do like this. I you know, the more German beers I'm drinking, I'm thinking I gotta scrap these, uh I gotta scrap my travel list and put Oktoberfest near the top. Get me over to Munich, start drinking some German beers, eating some Knockwurst, wearing some later hosen, get me a girl in a drindle. Sprechstimme. That's what I always say. Is that what you say? Do you speak German? No. No, oh. but my wife just signed up for German lessons. Why? I don't know. 
It came to her mm. in a shavasana uh, during yoga. What is a shavasana? Like a dream? A fever dream? No, shavasana is a like sweat a lodge. It's the, it's a nap. It's the nap time of yoga. I don't know anything about yoga. One Except of the they, yoga moves. I dig the pants. No, dude. They say get into shavasana and you literally lay there and you just like lay down. It's nap time. Well, I then I did that after school today. <laughs> I shavasana. I actually shavasana during math. Uh, <laughs> so yeah. It's literally uh, a nap. I always call it, I used to call it Shoma Shabbos uh, because I couldn't uh, remember it because that's what uh, John Goodman's character in The Big Lebowski. Oh, uh, yes, yeah. I don't work on Shoma Shabbos. <laughs> so I'll be like, hey, Casey, I'm going to take a Shoma Shabbos. She's like, okay. She knows that means nap. Yeah. <laughs> Marta cute. says this, uh, the German beer is supposed to be room temperature. Well, it's hot in the house, so I don't I don't drink it immediately out of the refrigerator. Like this one's been sitting out for about ten minutes before mm. I started drinking it, so I'm good to go. Listen, I'll drink it cold. I'll drink it warm. Drink it out of a you know Mercedes Benz exhaust pipe. Wow. I was trying to I was trying to go. Yeah, I was trying to go German. I could have gone Volkswagen. Didn't. Wow. Yeah. But uh, so all right. So you're gonna decorate next week. You can decorate in the house, the outside, outside. next yeah, weekend. Yeah, yeah. See, we're coming back. We're coming back to the de decor. Because we got to get to the trees. Well, we got to get to the trees. I also have to, uh, somebody posed, we're in this uh, neighborhood uh, group. Uh, I forget what they're called. It's not a Facebook group. It's next door. Mm -hmm. next, are you on a next door app mm -hmm. in, uh, in your town? Yeah, I listed Metroid Dread for 35 bucks and nobody picked it up. What Weird. is that? It's like a brand new Nintendo game. You can't get it for less than 40 uh, used, so I'm like, yeah, I'll get it to you for 35. Just walk over to my place, whatever. Come over in the neighborhood. It retails for 60. You're, sa you're saving like half, basically. It's it's a it's a deal. It came nobody out like a wants month. it. Well, it probably came. It came out. I think everybody bought it new. <laughs> so, oh, sure they did. This is a hot game. Whatever. All right. Well, <laughs> um, somebody. So on next door today, somebody a block away from us, straight down our street, but a block, uh, said somebody stole their Christmas decorations. What? Yeah, said my Santa Claus got stolen, extension cord and all. And I'm like, oh, man. Now, I've been outdoor decorating for nigh on 30 years, and I've never had anything knocking on wood, vandalized or stolen. But uh, I don't like that. I don't like somebody who would if – you, if you would steal somebody's Christmas decorations, you are a piece of garbage. You're a Grinch. I won't even romanticize it by calling somebody a Grinch. Wow. I'm calling you a piece of garbage, and I hope I would catch you on my lawn trying to take one of my things. Oh, it'd be a Christmas miracle if you lived. That's right. Be a Christmas hoping. Oh, there would be a Christmas. There'd be uh yeah, it'd be some sort of nocturnal emission, and that emission would be your blood and brain matter. Let it be said, so it shall be. Wow. Yeah, that's a good, that's a feel-good right there. That's a feel-good story. We are trying to get to the, I will say, since you're eager to talk trees, the trees are up. I got, uh, we're about, I would say we're about 40% done in the house. Uh, we have to have the house done before Saturday because that's when Walter is coming back for a visit. Oh, of course. Yeah. And he is a lunatic and God forbid, you know, the, the, the house is in turmoil as it gets ready for Christmas as most places are there, they, but he doesn't handle turmoil well. Our dogs don't care. Lawson lays on the couch and just watches. Gidget goes and lays down where she is. Um, yeah, I thought so too, Marta, but uh, the winds weren't so strong to blow away an extension cord. My wife said, oh, 
down the other way, there's this people who people who have had this inflatable Santa Claus and it was gone. And I said, well, maybe the inflatable Santa I could see blowing away. Cause when, when we used to be in the inflatables game, they would blow, they could get depending on if you'd used, that's why I moved on to uh, more industrial strength spikes, stakes mm. rather, you know, I went with the uh, big sturdy camping stakes rather than the little thin ones that they give you with the uh, yard decor. So it could be, but I, I'm still calling. Uh, I'm still calling it a thing. So yeah. So we're in. So what do you want to know? What, what's uh, what's your tree? Are you going real tree? We've here's the story. Yeah, let's hear the story. We've always gone real tree. I assumed we might go real tree again this year. Sure, for the and baby. And she says, "Well, let's get a small real tree, like one that we can put on a." No, no, no. She want one that we can. No, here, here's what it was. I want to get a real tree, but I want it to live. So I want it to be in a pot and you can plant it later. That's a thing. Did you know that? I've seen those, but, you know, usually outside of Home Depot or Lowe's, and they, they seem more decorative, like you're going to put them on your porch or something. Right. And we got one and put it on the porch. But like, it sounds lovely. The, right. The point was, she was, she was like, yeah, let's do that. And I, I said, okay. So I called a bunch of tree farms and I'm like, do you have trees and pods I can plant later? There was one in Harvard. I'm like, I'm not, I'm like, right. you want to drive an hour? She's like, no. I was like, okay. So, but you like, have the Subaru. To... That's what, that's what the commercials say they're made for. <laughs> you and the family to drive hours and hours to get a Christmas tree in a pot. No, no. We, I was like, let's go to Home Depot. Let's see what they got. And they had the like small ones. And I'm like, this is not our Christmas tree. And she's like, well, why not? We can plant it later. I'm like, because it's not a Christmas tree, you got to fill the living room with a Christmas tree. Yeah. So, she conceded and said, all right, well, we can get a fake one as long as it looks as real as possible. I was like, yeah, like, honestly, you want a real one? We can buy this tiny real pot of one. We put it on the porch, so we did okay. get it. Yeah. And then I'm like, uh, let's get a fake one. Let's, and she's like, it has to look real. I'm like, great. So I ordered one. Well, yeah, what are you going to get? Like, what are those silver ones that look like they're made of pipe cleaners? Oh, gosh, no, 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 no. We got one. It looks very real. Yeah. Yeah. When's the last time you got an artificial, like, full-size artificial tree for in a box? uh the like last small box the last one we got a few years ago the we got a white one to put all our tropical ornaments on okay huh. was it was it was it packed tight in a box oh they're all packed tight in a box and the trick is putting them back in a box that's how they last you for years and years that's how they last that's how i've la i mean all my trees i've always put back in a box it took me two full hours to fluff it out. Oh, yeah. That's the worst part. Do yeah. you do that with every tree you have? Yeah. Every you have year. To. Every branch, every year. Well, now I'm down to two full-size trees and one small tree. So it's much easier. But, yes, back, back in the day when I had that nine-foot tree in my family room, and we had to do it branch. I had to do it branch by branch because it didn't come in sections. It was just a pole, and then you had to put every branch in for nine feet. And there were, there were, oh God, I would lay them out in the living room. There had to be 20 different sizes of branches. And I would have to fan out every branch, put them in the thing, and build up. Now I do it by section, but I sit and I, yeah, you go around and you, you, you know, you got to spread it out. It takes forever to shape a tree. This is a side of you I did not know about. You didn't know how lunatic, uh, what a lunatic I am about Christmas? 
I know you're a lunatic about Christmas, but I, until I bought my own artificial tree and spent three hours setting it up, I did not understand how big of a pain it is. Yeah. And I am shocked that you do that every year. Like, don't you, haven't you ever, have you ever in the past, like kind of folded it, you know, shoved it down in the basement and just kind of stood it through a bag over it or something. Nope. Never, never, never. once. Never. I am out of my mind right now. The big, the giant one, when I bought the giant tree back when mm. we first moved into the house in Frankfurt, it didn't come in a box. The box had been damaged. So, I mean, I, it came in a box, but the box was all broken. So that one, I had a double like giant tree bag, but I still had to disassemble it. Each branch and I would, I would squish each branch down so they would lay in the bag. And then every year I would put it away. And, it, and that's why I was always, uh, I was always very surly when it came to, I love it. I love the house when it's all done, but I hated it because of the, the years in Frankfurt where we had so many, where we had three full-size trees, two small trees, and it, it took me days. And then the outside would take me literally two days to do. So now, you know, I do our outside in, takes me six, seven hours to do the outside. And then a few hours to put both trees up. And then we, you know, we're doing, so it's, it's much better. No, that's insane. That's actually insane. Yeah, it is. But, I, you know, I mean, good for you. Kudos. I, uh, I am going to fold up the legs, the arms, the branches as best I can shove it through my basement door, stand it up, get a big ass bag, shove it on there and hope that it doesn't rot or have mice in it, uh, next year. And we'll see what happens. Wow. Yeah. I, we threw away wow. the box. I broke, Why? Down, I broke down the box because I'm not going to put this tree. I spent two and a half hours setting up into a box and then do it again. Oh I didn't even God. consider that as a possibility. That's didn't it say, a, didn't the instructions say, save this box for storage? I don't know. I read the instructions, but maybe I didn't get that far. Wow. I'm oh, not going to store it. Bold. Why that's bold. Why, I can't well, where you leave it? it up all year. Oh, uh, that's been suggested. Uh, my son loves it. Oh, sure. And thank God we didn't get a, uh, a, a real tree because man, he just grabs it and he pulls at it and he pets it and he, he pulls the light sometimes, but he knows. He's can not I, can to. I give you, um, can I give you a tip? What's that? This is a tip that my uncle told my dad and my dad did it every year when we were little, you take picture wire and you put two eyelets in the wall two like eye hooks. If your tree is in the corner or wherever, or, you know, even ours was in front of the picture window and he put it up above the, the molding and the window and you kind of wire up your tree mm. because that way, that way, if, if God forbid he runs into it, the tree's not coming out, the tree's not going over and you don't see it. I did it. I did it all the, when Molly was little, I did it every year. Um, when we were little, my dad did it every year. It's just that, and it's not thick wire. It's just that really thin. I always use that florist wire that you can get at Michael's. It's green, so you don't even really see it. Mm -hmm. And um, it it just gives you that little like, oh, the tree's not going to fall on my kid. That sense of security that a lot of us like during the holidays it, when we have our children. It's a broad-based tree, and it's got a big old tripod stand, and it's under a, a, a tree skirt. 
So sure. structurally, I don't see how he could knock it over. I don't think it's okay. possible. Well, we'll find out, won't we? We will. We'll definitely we'll find, find out. out. I'm sure you'll update us. I well, I pray that you're right. You know him. I mean, he's he's a he's aware of his surroundings. Well, no, he's a curious young man. He's a, there's nothing wrong with that. He's a toddler. He's a right, curious he's, toddler. He's as aware. I I don't I don't but think wasn't it lad two weeks ago you told us that you turned your head for a minute and he was like uh he was climbing a ladder, he was on the roof. What was he doing? He was uh, pretending he was a chimney sweep. I mean, he's didn't speed he raised that. Right. He I, was up the stairs or down the gate or uh, somewhere. He would I don't even know what happened. I put him down. She put him down or something. He may try to climb it. He's no he's not a cat. He's not a no, he's that's not. I guess he I'm just that's just it, it took the worry away from us. You know? Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. Like we don't do it now because yeah. I'm not worried about the dogs running into it. They don't care. Or if I come uh, over. Or if you come over, I'll just, you know, we'll just keep you away from the tree. We'll set you out on the deck with all the lights and the plastic uh Snoopy out there. You can go you can go sit out on the deck. Not or you could sit out front with all the snowmen. No, or you could lay in front of the uh, nativity scene and pretend you're baby Jesus. Now there you're talking. Now you're talking. Now yeah. you're talking. Just like in diner. You could just go like Kevin Bacon and just lay in the manger. I played Jesus in Marijuana Rama, the sketch comedy show about Is that uh, right? weed. Yeah, I played him like three different times, four See? different times. Then you're then you're all set. Mm -hmm. Well, I am I am still I'm still shocked by this. So you you threw out the box that you're not gonna uh, No. Putting no, the tree it, back is putting the tree back in is pretty easy. Putting it back in the box is all right. Get yourself some packing tape and you just. But it's yeah. Every year you take it out, you have to put it together. You, yeah, no, I hate. That. I have to go do my mom's. Well, I don't have to, but I'm going Sunday to do my mom's tree. Well, we've got our shed at the front door, so we could shove it through the front oh. door. Move it ten feet, throw it in the shed, put a tight bag over the top of it. They do that make real... they do make bags that you can just keep your tree. Yeah. you know, go to American Sale or whatever. Right. Invest sixty, seventy bucks. I'm gonna do that. Now it'll keep your tree going. Mm -hmm. Now are you gonna leave the lights on it too, Lazy Joe, or is yeah. it pre lit? Yeah, it's not pre. It's not pre lit. I, I'm fine removing the lights. I wow. would remove the lights, but um, she's think you know yeah the other half is thinking differently. Here's the thing. We have radically different ideas about how lit a Christmas tree should be. Oh, boy. So we Here haven't, we like, it, it's real big around, right? And I bought, mm -hmm. like, I, I had two strings of 100 lights at uh, at Menards or whatever. It doesn't sound cover. like nearly enough. Not, not, not nearly enough. And I'm like, ah, maybe we should grab a third. Because it's supposed to cover, like, I don't know, like 12 feet, 20 feet, something like that. Uh I don't remember the math, but anyway, I was like, all right, maybe we should grab a third one. She's like, no, you always like too many lights on the tree. I'm like, I think this will be good. Right. My reaction. Exactly. So I how do you have too many lights on a tree? I exactly. So I, I'm like, well, let's get it just in case knowing, knowing in my you infinite Christmas tree wisdom and math that it wouldn't be enough. So we get that we get home and I put up three things around it and it's kind of well populated. And then, it, you know, it's done a foot from the top. She's like, oh, well, uh, that's fine. I'm like, no, it's not. Wait, you had no lights for the last <laughs> foot of your tree? So, no, I know. Oh, you don't start at the top and work your way down? I've never considered that in my life. I start at the top. Why? Because it's narrower 
And also I'm working my way down to where the, so the cords, as I get lower, the cords aren't, aren't stretching all the way into the tree. What do you mean into the tree? Like, I don't know. I, I just always did it. I always just start from the top. Cause I want, cause the top it's easy to get really bright cause it's not as thick and as wide. So I get it bright and then it's, then you can, you space up. Plus I always ran. Well, this is, we have a pre-lit tree in the, in the living room. I still add lights to it. Yes. Had to. That's the way so I like a bright tree when I had that. And I keep going back to this nine foot tree because I would put six to 700 little clear lights just down the center of the tree and then put the novelty lights all around. So that tree had over a thousand lights on it. That's amazing. It was insanity. Oh my gosh. Now like the, the, the tropical tree, we don't put any extra lights on it because it's white and it has multicolor lights and it's very bright. So I'm like, okay, that one's fine. But yeah, I'm, Oh no, I'm all about the lights. You got to have lights. I get, I get nuts. If I see not somebody else's tree, cause everybody can do what they want. My tree. If I see a dark spot, I fixate on it and it ruins the holidays. Yes. Same. All right. How do you turn on and off your tree with a power strip? You turn on, you don't have the step, the step clicker. No. Oh, we have basically the, the basically the same concept. It is. I use it my is. toe with the power strip. Oh, oh yeah, <laughs> exactly. yeah. No, I got the whole step clicker. My mom had a step clicker, and she gave us a step clicker. I love those are step. fun. They're those are stup- fun. Super fun. So let's so uh, right, step clicker power strip. Do you do you take because all right, right? Because it plugs in, and then the light, the first light is like a foot away, right? So do you yeah. run that up the middle of the tree, or do you just kind of run it up the outside and then start to twirl? No, I, what I do is I use extension cords. Wow. So I, I have a bunch of green extension cords. You're advanced. Yeah. And I run the extension cord up the center of the tree. That's when I start at the top. Cause then I don't have to worry about that. I run the extension cord. At one point I had a tree that had two full power strips. That's how many lights and how many cords I had running. I had about 12 cords coming out of this tree. Wow. But you, I take the extension cord, I run it up the middle of the tree to the top where, you know, and then that's when I start the first string of lights all the way at the top, plug in and you go, and then you can use the extension cord and I get, you know, put a few strings per extension cord and just keep dropping cords down the middle and they come out at the bottom. I tie them with some wires. So there's just one like thick bundle of cords and then they tuck into the uh, skirt. Nice. I'm here's why I'm so crazy anal about the Christmas tree. Because every year growing up, we always had a real tree. I was the first person in the family or in my immediate family to have an artificial tree. We always had a real tree growing up. Wow. And it was always a nightmare. <laughs> because um like some years we'd all go looking for it. Some years it was just my dad and mom or some years it was my dad and uncle and they'd both get their trees. So the tree would come home and it'd sit in the garage for a few days in a bucket of water so that it would start to fall. So that the, the branches would drop and you'd get the fullness of the tree. And then came putting it in the stand. And I'm old enough where we didn't have nice stands. You had the old rickety tin ones 
with just a little shallow dish for the water at the bottom. And you had to get down on the floor with a big wrench to screw these giant bolts in. And it would be my mom standing in the dining room, looking at the, at the picture window, my dad holding the tree and the, the amount of time spent trying to make sure the tree was straight was horrible. Then it got to the point where I was tall enough where I would hold the tree. My dad was on the ground, tried to turn these giant bolts to drill into the trunk. My mom is in the dining room. Then she'd move from the dining room over to the the like the hallway from the front door. So it had to be straight in the middle. Then it couldn't be leaning back or forth. It right. was a nightmare. So an artificial tree, you plop right in, and it's straight as hell. And you never have to worry about it. Well, you got to get the top pine to go straight up. Well, that's true. And in places like my apartment, my son has started playing with a ball and he throws the ball and he has taught me that no part of my floor anywhere is flat, <laughs> even remotely. Just this tiny, <laughs> like a dodgeball kind of, but like a little smaller child size, more like a, the size of a softball, but bouncy, you know, like a, like a kickball. Or a, yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, just, you just, it like, I end honest to God, I want a drug that could make me love life as much as him. Cause he'll, you, just, you had it, you had it 30 some years ago. It's he called runs youth. It, he picks up a ball, he throws it and he laughs maniacally and then runs after it. And then picks it up and then throws it and laughs maniacally. How do I get that life? I want that life. That you is had the it. life. You had it uh, and you grew want, out of it. I want it back. We need, no, we, we got to bring it back, Brian. Let's have that be our 2022 resolution. We bring back the ability to just, we just act, it. we just act like toddlers. Yes. All right. Yes. Poop our pants and, you know, have tantrums. I'm fine with that. I'm good, has, yeah. I'm good with both. He doesn't have a lot of tantrums. Debbie would powder my butt. I don't think. <laughs> I'm sorry, I didn't mean to make you spit, spit your beer out. No, it's fine. I thought I was going to die, but I'm fine. You're all right? You're okay? <sighs> I, you're Can not, we get I back can... to why your wife wants a dark tree? What kind of Krampus uh, anti-Christmas move is that? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what it is. Can, can I give you a life hack for... Uh... Please. All right, our mantle has some greens on it that my mom Ooh. graciously set up and fluffed for us and got it already last year. That sounds so, nice. Do you, have, do you have to put greens on the mantle and put lights in them? I you no, but I used to do it around some of the door, the archways. Uh, and I and I, and I was watching. We were watching something the other night, and they had beautiful greens on their mantle. And I thought, I gotta, I gotta bring that back. I gotta get mm -hmm. some greens on the mantle. But we have all these, you know, different ornament kind of things on the mantle. Oh sure, that's yeah. All right, well. But I love do the I love the greenery. If you ever do the greenery on the mantle, uh, which we're doing, and you put lights in it, yeah. my mom puts, she gets, she buys these packs of styrofoam balls. Okay. And you just take, you know, the Christmas lights pointy, right? And yeah. You just take the styrofoam ball and you just pop it right on there. Yeah. And the whole thing illuminates because it's like, oh, you know, the styrofoam illuminates. It's the styrofoam illuminates. And Ooh. so if you get three different sized balls that like, you know, you know, let's say like uh marble size up to golf ball size, there's like three different sizes. Right. And you pop these various sizes you know, on all the lights on the mantelpiece. It looks super cool. 
whoa, I like that. Now, are you using multicolored lights or white lights? So uh, multicolor for sure, definitely. And are you forced? Are you forced to pull every fourth bulb so it's not too bright for your lovely wife? Uh, <laughs> no, actually, the string that we're using for that is so when we used a real tree, I insisted on LED Christmas lights because I didn't want it to burn down. Okay. And I was paranoid that real lights on a real tree would burst into flames. So I'm like, let's do the LEDs. The LEDs don't look as good. They're not as bright. They're not nearly on the same level, generally, the indoor, at least the kind that we got as okay. regular Christmas lights are brighter. They're just more vibrant. So mm. this year, now that we have a fake tree, I'm like, we can buy real lights. So there are real lights on the tree, which means that we have like three gigantic strings of like 500 LED lights that uh, are now in various parts of our apartment. One is on the mantle. You realize you don't live in an apartment. You've said that twice about your apartment. You don't live that? in an apartment. Who? You said twice that you live in an apartment. I live in a house. Yes. So now there's various LED lights around the house. But when we lived in an apartment, that's uh, when we had a real tree. Right. To be fair. Okay. You're well, right. I just didn't want you to keep saying you lived in an apartment. I don't you, live in an apartment. After you had that weird flex that you had this giant yard with 387 relief, leaf bags. I do. And it's so weird that I have that big of a yard and I, oh, the, my entire house is just this red curtain behind me. Yeah. You live in a studio. Yeah. And it's just a studio apartment dropped onto a giant lot. Very weird. It's like the smallest trailer on the g most giant farmland. It's very strange. It's it's weird. It's very weird indeed. But I like this I like this idea though. The styrofoam balls um with the uh with the lights. That's a good man, that's a good holiday tip. Mhm. Mm I have to mm. figure that out. And that brings me to one other outdoor yes. decoration question I have for you. Yes. Uh, I have a tall house. Yes, you do. I did not want to go full Griswold, buy a 30-foot extension ladder, and put lights on the top row. Not that I'm opposed to it. I'm willing to do it, but it seems a bit much. Okay. But I have a two-story house, and it's large, and it's a slight downhill on, on my block, so it would look weird if I only decorate, like, first floor down, right? Uh, well, it depends. I think it would. I think it okay, would. Okay, yeah. I think it would. So here's my solution. Yeah. Spotlights. I like the spotlights. Okay, so, all right. And I thought my wife didn't like the moving ones with snowflakes and Christmas trees and, like, the laser ones. Yeah, you know, the, the projected one. I, I have always liked that. See, me too. I thought she didn't like it, so I was like, all right, I'll just order a plain red and a plain green, and we'll put them up. And then I made a comment about it after I ordered it, and she's like, Oh, no, I like the moving ones. I don't like the solid color ones. <laughs> you know what like, we're oh. finding out? You and your wife don't talk much. We are. Apparently, our ideas of Christmas are, are uh, yeah, disparate. You, yeah, very disparate. You but, you guys don't talk about the holidays much. Nah. About what well, each other's. What's your Christmas love language, Cody? That's what we need to find out. I don't even know what I want. For as like a gift? As a gift. Nothing. What are they going to give you? That's what you want. That's true. No, this year, li listen, this year I actually gave them suggestions. Link the website and everything. I'll see if it, I'll see if it happens. It was like these, I got a thing from the SIU alumni uh, group that they were doing one of those, uh, you know, where they do apparel kind of a kind of thing. And there was a vintage sweatshirt of this place that I went every Saturday 
almost every Saturday for four years in college. And then this other SIU thing. And I said, Hey, these would be great for Christmas. Here are the links. Here is the size. Nice. I couldn't have made it easier. Now that's that to me, I'm already envisioning myself dancing around on Christmas morning, wearing one of them. So I can, I'm hoping and I think because I did it a long time ago, I gave Debbie this idea in mid-November. So I know, I know, because how often do I actually have a gift suggestion for myself? I'm sure, and uh, she probably can hear me downstairs. And if she didn't get <laughs> she's still got time. I'm sure she and Molly, uh, that will be that will be under the tree. So that's fine. But yeah, I don't, you know, what are you going to tell? Is she asking? Is your lovely wife asking you what you want? Yes. Yeah. Oh, here's a funny thing. Are you going to just tell her you want a piece of quiet? It doesn't work. No, I'm Give not going to do that. that. Don't, yeah, don't ask for a piece of quiet. I told her I want to be able to log into Endwalker. What is uh, that? Final Fantasy expansion. Oh, the Final, okay. The new Final Fantasy 14. Uh, but uh, the and the only way to, for me to do that is to log on before, like basically during work hours. Okay. Which I might start doing. I think starting tomorrow, I'm just going to like work till noon, play Final Fantasy for three hours. And then work from like three to like eight PM because I work from home. What the hell? What does it matter? Yeah. And then I get my game time, my my you know my uh, my work time. All I'm missing is family, and I don't know if they'll miss me that much. You got a lot of time with them, you yeah. know. You got a lot of time. That'll be it'll be fine, don't they? They have stuff to do. Then the baby nap. Not long enough. All right. Well, you can keep him entertained. Yeah, I hear he likes rolling balls around the house. He loves rolling. Yes, <laughs> give him a couple balls. Oh, there you man. go. The only, oh, Mike says the only good Final Fantasy was the movie. That was the ultimate troll. I applaud you a... for how trollish. <laughs> that was about the most trollish thing you could say about Final Fantasy. Uh, man, I just need to. Is there a new gaming that. console that uh, you would want for Christmas? You know what? A I, new I video really, game? I... Do you have all of those? Here's the deal. Yeah. Brian. I'm stuck between a rock and a hard place. Oh, no. Because I want a VR setup. Oh, like an Oculus or something? Yeah. To use for sex? To use for sex. For virtual sex? Sure, I for get virtual it. virtual sex. Okay. Here's the, pro here's the problem with that. <laughs> yeah, what's the problem with that? If I want a, if I want a Valve Index, a high-end thing, and I want a good computer for it, 1000 bucks. Wow. It's too much. Too much. I don't need a thousand dollar VR setup. I don't even know if I'll use it that much. I can't. I was going to say, don't you live in a regular R setup? No. You don't There's live the... in reality? No. Well, I just want it for like two games. And they're not even, they're not even really about the, about the immersion and stuff. It's more like just games. It's like a, there's a game called Beat Saber. You know, okay. Dance Dance Revolution. I do. How would I not? You know there's pads with buttons and you jump on the pads? Yes. Beat Saber is like that, only instead of pads on the floor, blocks fly at you at a virtual reality environment and you hit them with lightsabers. A sword, yeah. With a sword. But occasionally things fly at you and you have to dodge left or right or duck under them. So okay. it's kind of a full body thing. And it's kind of, uh, it's kind of uh, like cardio, right? 
Sure. Yeah, that's how I'd frame it. Kind of like cardio. It's like buying a Peloton for yourself. Right. It's it's active. And it's it's not like I'm sitting there like looking around like I'm in another world. I'm not in reality. I just want to see (laughs) things and have the motion control, right? Sure. And you want some buxom Norwegian girl to play with you, but not in real life. Right. I'm like Thai or or Korean, but I, you know, whatever. Okay. Whatever. I don't, I just throwing out some nationalities. Yeah. I'm just, I'm trying to diversify. There's no no hate here. No, of course. No, we're uh, equal opportunity, virtual reality. Sure. Uh, I take any, any kind of virtual reality woman would be fine. Any, any, let's let that be the name of today's episode. Any type of virtual reality woman would be fine. All right. I'm going to write that down. No, we're doing more <laughs> Christmas stuff than I know. I, Cody is the new lawnmower, man. I never saw that movie, but I remember the posters when I was little. It was horrible. Was it? What was it about? It was, I, I just remembered uh, Jeff Fahey was the, was the lead. And there was some sort of virtual reality in there. Or like Jeff Fakey. Got him. Yeah, you burned him. Got him. You, you, you roasted him. I'm going to bust open the street jacket. Uh, Barley wine, ale beige. Uh, Arrow beaged? Barrel beige. I love arrow beige beer. Crisp and refreshing. You're going with the heavy duties. Like a Twizzlers. What were we talking about? Oh, your uh, yeah, your games. Anyway, so yeah, Saber. other than the uh, other than Beat Saber and uh, raucous hardcore sex, there's nothing else that I would use it for. So I think it's it's not it's barely it doesn't matter. I'm not going to spend a thousand on a Valve Index. I'm not going to okay. spend six hundred dollars on an HTC Vive. There's all these things. What? The cheapest, the cheapest, and really high quality standalone headset is doesn't need to connect to your PC. It's totally standalone. It all runs in the headset, comes with the hand controllers and everything. 250 bucks. That sounds much more doable to see if you really like it. Totally reasonable. It's about the price of a Nintendo Switch or, you know, a console. Um, Not exorbitant. But Uh it is the Oculus Quest 2. An Oculus Rift, the Oculus company, was bought by Facebook. Oh. So the Oculus Quest 2 requires you to have an active Facebook account. And in order to play any VR game on it, you must be logged into Facebook. Oh, you don't want that. This is Do my you? Conund- this is my conundrum, Brian. Well, you don't use Facebook very much. No, I don't. You know, we're on Facebook right now, but yeah, yeah. oh boy, they just, it's that meta. Meta is just going to own everything and every piece of uh, information that uh, you ever have. And now they're going to be strapping themselves to your head so they know what you think. They know what you're playing virtually. They don't, they always know what you're doing in real life. Now they're going to know what you're doing in virtual life. So I'm not totally, I'm not being like a weird parent conspiracy theory kind of like whatever for for literally being like the cheapest most affordable most reasonably priced vr headset i don't know if i'm comfortable owning because it's run by meta right and the fact that they've made now you know when you say most cost efficient blah 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 blah, or cost you know that means more people can wear it and now meta gets more people more data Right. More eyes on their prize. Wow. See, that's why I just, 
you know what? If I want to go virtual reality, I down a couple of these bad boys, then I'm in a whole other world. I don't need did to strap on some goggles, start slapping see, around. Did you see in the chat who else is playing Beat Saber? Uh, yes, our uh, good friend Jeff Carlin, his brother Adam, is mes mes messaging messaging us. Uh, he got it. Jeff got it for his niece and nephew, which would be uh, Adam's children, and they're finally getting some exercise. That's cool. It is cool. He, I. It's really good music. It's really fun. okay. So, can you play the? Do you? You have to either. Those are your two options: either the the one where Meta controls everything about you, or the thousand dollars. There's no other options. No, I mean, like to eight, play this game. There's ones in the five to six hundred dollar range. And Marta saying it's the cheapest product because I would be the product, kind of. And I, this is the. It's like, oh, I hate Facebook so much. But don't I, they? Aren't they? Aren't they tracking you on all your game systems? Isn't don't they? Don't those give your data at some point? Or no? All my device, every phone I had, I didn't even have a Facebook app on my personal cell phone, and I'm still right. being tracked on there. They, they track everything. I, you know, and I'm not the kind of person that's like, well, they're tracking me everywhere else anyway. Might as well get this. Like, that's not my approach. But <laughs> to some degree, if it saves me $300 and their algorithms tap into the fact that I play Beat Saber a lot, Gonna start like, getting ads for uh, K-pop music and swords. All your targeted ads will be weird. Which I already get. I know. That's what I don't understand. Well, then what are you afraid of? If you're already if you're already shopping for K-pop music and uh, you know samurai swords, I I don't know what to do, and I don't know whether to ask for it because it's a pricey gift. It's like two fifty, two fifty, right? Two fifty. And <sighs> if you're you know if you're not gonna use it because you're afraid the man is watching you, I'll you. I did look. And there is not eye tracking. They are not tracking my eye movements. I think so. You laugh. You laugh. I am you laughing. Laugh. But I'm laughing. Brian, Brian, we did a story on uh, Curiosity Daily that eye tracking software, that. my award-winning podcast, uh, so yeah. Curiosity Daily. Go to curiositydaily.com. Follow us in your favorite podcast app. We did a story on Curiosity Daily about eye tracking software. And some of the more advanced eye tracking software can determine your, uh, it can determine things like, your age, your gender, your sexual orientation. From like, your eyes? From your eyes. It's insane. What is it? It pick, uh, Please don't take this the wrong way. Is it what you're looking at? So like if I'm looking at, uh, you know, Makes a naked sense. woman, then they say, oh, well, he likes women. If I'm looking at a man, they would say, well, you know, perhaps he likes men. I'm literally going to Google it right now. Or I'm Google not going to Google up. it. I'm going to look at my script. Uh so this we did this in June 2020. Uh, eye tracking software can tell you more about you than you might think. Uh, I'm literally looking at the script right now. It, I don't All right. Think it's fine. Um, it can tell you a ridiculous amount of information. Uh, okay. Okay. Scholars in Germany recently reviewed a bunch of research about the privacy implications of eye tracking technology. Okay. Their startling conclusion is, quote, Eye tracking data may implicitly contain information about a user's biometric identity. I don't know what that means. Gender, age, ethnicity, body weight, personal traits, drug consumption habits, what? emotional state, skills and abilities, fears, interests, and sexual preferences. End quote. They are also concerned that eye tracking technologies can monitor what a person's thinking 
and even diagnose physical or mental health conditions. This, wow. Yeah. I don't. It's terrifying. It is terrifying. I don't quite buy it. Well, how often do you do something that has eye tracking software? You probably don't use a lot of. I don't. I, mean, do, I don't think I use any that has eye tracking software. Same. Do I? Same. So, so Oculus Quest Two does not contain a camera in the headset to track your eyes, which means that they're not getting that data. If it did, it would be a non-starter, or I would disable or remove or block the camera. Uh, but, um, but that that's not an issue. So they will know what I'm playing and when. But like. That that's all they're getting from me. I don't post on there. I don't like things. I don't interact. I don't log on. I don't know. Wow. I don't know if you want to do the two fifty instead of the instead of the grand. You got to give up some pride. What's more important to you, your privacy or your gaming? Mike says it's only reading your brainwaves. That could be right. Well, then you'll know. be fine. Uh, that's a lot of money, and I don't have that money right now. So no, it's like, and again, like you said, like I said, I don't know that I'll stick with it. Right? It could be right. like a a fad thing where I get the game and I play it twice, and then I'm like, yeah, kind of. Like, I don't feel like it. I don't know if I want to do that. Like, I don't want to be that guy. Well, and how much time do you have to play the games you already have? I don't have time to do anything right now. Right? Are you anticipating a lot of time? Game time? You're going to become a pro gamer? Well, in January, you, you yeah. start training like Rocky? Just be January, a gamer? I will. All right. Well. <laughs> yeah, oh, Adam says if your, wife, if your wife has a Facebook account, use that. She deleted her Facebook account. Oh, see? <laughs> deleted her Facebook, doesn't want lights on the tree. I don't know. I, don't I do know. have I, a fake Facebook account that I made years ago because uh, I wanted a second Tinder profile. Ooh. Yeah, I'm weird. Do that. Do you, do you hear like a, a bug? Do you hear like a buzzing when I talk? Is there like a weird buzzing in the background? I'm hearing some weird. Tiny... I don't hear it. All right. I don't hear any buzzing. Okay. So That's I fine. think you're fine. All right. Wow. So that uh, we've gone from uh, what do you want for Christmas into some weird uh, privacy uh, industrial complex conversation, which I enjoy. I'm glad you enjoy it. You know, I've gone off on these like. I no, feel and you always, yeah. you know, I, I guess I don't, I use it enough. I use uh, social media and stuff. Um, but I don't know. I do. I, the targeted ads always bother me. Or if you say something and then it pops up, I'm like, right. I know everything is, I know everything is listening. Right. I know we're all, you know, we're all part of the matrix. I get it. I know what's happening. Um, you know, and my, I make my weird stand about Siri and Alexa and I don't let them in the house, but you know, everything else is listening. Cause I'll say something and then it pops up on Facebook. Hey, you want to buy this? No, what? I just, no. So I don't know. Everything's Bluetooth enabled. Everything's connected. I'm connected. I'm uh, plugged in. I'm like, a, who knows? I could be a cyborg. I've been, I've never pulled my skin off my face to reveal if I'm actually a robot underneath. I don't know if I am, I'm the world's worst robot. And I should take my because they didn't do a good job with the infrastructure. My uh, my my metal frame is not holding up, so I need to go back in. There's got to be a warranty situation on this one, you know. Are you the modern man? Am I the modern man? Yeah, are you? I am yep. the modern man. Secret, have, secret. I've got a secret. Do you am I, Mister Roboto from yeah. Sticks? Do you have parts made in Japan? I, my parts made in Japan. Secret, secret. I've got a secret. 
Um, do you kill Roy? I'm Kilroy. Are you Kilroy? Kilroy. Are you Kilroy? Yeah, Wouldn't that be funny if Brian was Kilroy? <laughs> you just ripped off your face right now, and you were Kilroy. <laughs> I was always, I was always here, <laughs> so you'd never hmm. know. Yes, I'm Kilroy. Oh, look at this. Tom says your smell sensors are malfunctioning. That is true, Tom. My smell sensors have been. Oh no. Yes. My smell sensors, my knee sensors, my knee joints, everything. Horrible. No, I if I like if I was a robot, I would have gone on a killing spree a long time ago. <laughs> I would have gone against my prime directive to do no harm to humans. That would have been the first thing. And I would have been, it would have been like iRobot. Have you I would read have found iRobot? No, I just saw the movie. Oh God. You know, reading is not for me. Reading's for chumps. That's not true. That's not true. I like to read. No, I never read iRobot. Don't shake your head at me with a, you know, with some sort of uh, pathetic look. No, I read like two books a year. It's it's not a lot. But I was going to say. iRobot is one of the best sci-fi novels I've ever read. It holds up. It was written in the 60s and still tells us things about robots that like, like, I, you know, it gets to the end of a chapter and I'm like, oh my God, I never would have thought of this. It is paradigm shifting and you could read it in a few hours it's not a long book really? so highly strongly recommend irobot even if you don't think you like science fiction or you don't like robots super who does like robots everybody likes robots no not sane people no no one not sane people who can see uh you know the damage that these robots can do yeah i'd say robots i don't know why but i do me neither no You're i'd like about- I would like a, you know, I'd like a robot butler, like uh, the Jetsons. I'd like a maid who was a robot. See, and I want a robot butt, which is why I want a VR headset. So, wow. You can just go get one of those latex ones at, uh, you know, some adult bookstore. Those are two outdated terms that I just threw out in one sentence. A latex button at a adult bookstore. (laughs) Merry Christmas. Where does that happen? Where do you still, there used to be when I would work, um, Madison, Wisconsin, right on the main street, right on Broadway, the big main street leading to campus. There was an adult bookstore. And for years I would work. The club was right across the street. I'd work there and I never went in. Then one time I went in. Oh my God. It's everything you would think about an adult bookstore. Wow. Horrifying. You know, you know what I want to know is uh, when I lived in uh, Lincoln park, I was a couple blocks South of a lover's lane. Oh, it sure. Was, it was next door to a Sarpino's Pizzeria. Well, okay. out here on North Avenue near me by Lombard Villa Park, somewhere in that area, there's a Lover's Lane pretty close to us. Yeah. Next door to it, Sarpino's Pizzeria. Really? What's going on with Sarpino's and Lover's Lane, huh? This sounds like something we got to get uh, We got to get Chuck Gowdy involved in. Do an uh-huh. investigative report. Find out what's the deal. Pizza and sex, are they intertwined? Does your G-string come with Jardinera? Do you want a vibrator or a grinder made of meatballs? Can, can I real quick before we move on from yeah, these robots Because uh, uh, Marta <laughs> said uh, you guys heard their robots that are self-replicating now. And then Tom said, Colbert scared me with that last night. I need to do more research. Um, what? I have a great suggestion for where you can do your research. And that's the Curiosity Daily Podcast. That's on the award-winning Curiosity Daily Podcast. This Thursday and Friday, we interviewed a robotics researcher named Ruth Aylett. 
she uh, she's in somewhere in the UK, and she just co-authored a book called Living with Robots, and it's about uh, our, what robots are like and where robots are headed and what robots can do. And, what robots are like. Yeah, and in our conversation with Ruth and in a conversation we had with an AI researcher a few months ago, a very esteemed AI researcher with like 30 years of research, a computer researcher, both of them have explained that robots are very, very good at doing very, very specific things. Okay. But, but generalized robots are decades, if not more, away. Ah, okay. Be because they can't be programmed to, to be able to generalize. Um, and they gave the example of, uh, of, of um, algorithms that will, say, detect like uh, a lion or something. So uh. you, you give it a bunch of pictures of a lion and you give these parameters and it can, it's, okay, I can basically, I can recognize a lion or not a lion. And then if you change or you tweak like one thing, it might mix up a lion for a giraffe. Oh my God, then it's killing all the giraffes? Well, well lions and giraffes do not look alike. Like to the not human eye. No, we are smart enough to realize that like those are not remotely close, but an AI can get tripped up really easily. And this is an issue with uh, with sensors when it comes to pedestrians crossing sidewalks and things like that and detecting pedestrians and detecting other vehicles. And like, so even when you have a robot do like, or an AI do a very, 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 very specific one thing, it can still get tripped up quite easily. So the ro the best AI that we have and the best robots that we have are like hyper-specialized into okay. doing like one very specific task, but they are not good generalists. So uh, actually, earlier you mentioned robot butlers, and yes. they specifically say robot butler never going to happen in our lifetime. Not a chance. Just well, not possible. Maybe I just pull the plug then. I've, Maybe I've pull the plug. So this could no. be this could be the worst news you've ever given. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm, I'm sorry to ruin your robot butler aspirations. The one thing I've been saying my whole life, I've been waiting for that one day where that, somebody could go, "What would you like?" And I finally have an answer: robot no. butler. No, you might get a tray that can move to and from the fridge and remove one thing from the fridge, and hopefully it's the right thing. Could I get a beer butler? You could maybe get a very specialized beer butler. That's all I need. Yeah? yeah. Or, a, you know, I still like a going back to the virtual reality girls. Oh, sure. You know, that's can we do that? At the bookstore. Is it, Well, no, it doesn't have to, I don't want to take her to a bookstore. I want to keep her right here in the house. Not a Actually, lunatic. Wait, I gotta, hold on. I got to take her out to the bookstore. Wait, wait, wait. Hold, hold on. Huh? Right here. Hold on. I don't even know where I'd find an adult bookstore. I actually saw there's one. There's one. I got the book right here. Yeah. Oh, living with robots. Anxious human needs to know. Ruth Aylett and Patricia Vargas. Patricia was not available for our interview, but uh, yeah, it's. Uh, Had the robots gotten to her? At last, after all the hype and drama about robots taking over, comes a book that shows us how robots will really feature in our lives. So check that out on Curiosity Daily Friday and uh, Thursday and Friday. Very nice. Yeah, Boy, what a fortuitous tie-in. Yeah. That is excellent. Good for you. Oh, my God. One what? of the, uh, one of the, uh, what's it, what are these called? The liner these, notes or acknowledgments? No, no not like, acknowledgments. Testimonials. You wrote one for Roger's book, right? Yeah. I don't know what it's called. Testimonial, maybe. Testimonial or whatever. Uh, Michael Woldridge, professor of computer science at University of Oxford. He's the computer scientist we interviewed like four months ago. He mm. wrote a testimonial for that. I didn't even realize that. That's really funny. Very nice. 
Yeah, catch that uh, catch that Thursday and Friday, and don't panic about our new robot overlords. <laughs> They'll be fine. Skynet has not become self-aware. Mm-hmm. Is that what we should take away from this? A blurb. That's blurb. it, Mike. Thank you, blurb. Thank you, Mike. Blurb. Mike comes through. Hey, we Next, blurbed at each other this clutch. weekend, didn't we? We did. I know you want to get to this. We, uh, Our good friend Dave Plyer, uh, who you can hear on a radio station that uh, you used to hear us on, um, has every year he has – well, not every year because last year was covid but um, he has his big Christmas soiree, and it's people, broadcast people, and his business people and neighbors, and it's a huge, huge to-do. And for years, um, for years I got invited and didn't go. Because not that I didn't like Dave, I didn't like uh, being in public. I didn't like people. social events. Yeah, I didn't, you didn't like, like people. people. I didn't like to socialize. Um, but then a few years ago, I thought to myself, well, he's going to stop inviting me if I never come to this party. And so I went and I was like, this is a fantastic party. I'm going to come every year that I'm invited. So then you got on the list a couple years ago. You made the cut. And, uh, yeah, so his party was Saturday. I have to ask you this before we get into, before we get into the party, were you at all nervous or did you question yourself afterwards that we went to a party? with people in a house that we didn't know we knew the house we didn't know all the people not remotely really i didn't think about it while i was there i had a mask in my pocket um i kept telling myself well i've got two vaccines and a booster in me and really (laughs) because on the way home debbie and i were talking about this really we talked to people that we knew we didn't talk to a lot of strangers um and and everybody there seemed to be of the the vaccinated mindset, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, there didn't seem to be a lot of uh, anti-vax, anti-science folks running around the uh, the plier estate. But yeah, it's beautiful. Always, always. I mean, it's catered, uh, and the not it's it's wonderfully catered with the same stuff every year. So there's a consistency to the food. It's always great. Uh, I'm a big fan of the filet and uh, whatever kind of cheese meatballs that are always there. The meatballs. The meatballs are phenomenal. The uh, bacon-wrapped water chestnuts, the pierogies. Then there's a whole table of uh, all kinds of other things. There's big shrimp. Um, There's a lot of great food, a lot of great foodstuffs laying around. Then, you know, uh, this year I didn't wander into the movie room. Dave has a theater downstairs. And uh, usually has a bunch of movie candy in there. I didn't. I didn't wander in there to see if there was movie candy because normally I'll take a box of goobers and uh, squirrel it away so I can scurry out. Marta, I don't go to parties. She's like, "Do you usually know everybody at a party you go to?" I don't go to parties. I go to one party a year, this one, and I know almost nobody. I know no. I know a few people at this party, and they're people that I want to talk to. Yes, Cody, please. Related question. If I had a holiday party in January, would you come? Of course I would come because I like you and your wife. And uh, I've met some of your friends. I always am in need of a a Ziploc bag full of ice. So I would, of course, come to your party. There would be there would be no doubt about it. I would come to your party. We're thinking about it, but uh, Omicron. 
Omicron is there, but they're saying Delta is the thing. Delta is still the thing. And yeah, I don't see. That's why I thought I, I, I didn't think about it before we went. And I had a great time at the party. I had a really good time. Even though we'll get to this, you and my wife had some discussions about me, which I did found they? unsettling. Yeah. What did they? What did they say? You, you and my wife. What did we say? There was a lot of talk about how I can't accept compliments and I don't. Uh... There were a lot of, there were a number of people there who were coming up saying really nice things to me. Yeah, because they're cool. Well, I don't know about that. But. <laughs> See, and this is the point. So you you say something like that. I always brush it off. And then you and my wife, I walked in, you were having some sort of some sort of conversation about my psych my psyche. Brian, I'll be honest. Uh I know you were drunk as hell. We the next morning, I was like, uh, yeah, I had a really great conversation with Brian and Debbie at the end of the night. I have oh, no recollection of we it. We did. That was a very deep. That was a very I deep have no recollection of it. I have I I have some inklings. <laughs> I have some inklings, but I was wow, that was the most that was the most I've uh, opened up to anybody in years. I'm glad I remember, you don't remember it. I remember some of the opening up. I really do. Uh, but it's bits and pieces. So your your secrets <laughs> are safe with my alcohol uh, yeah with all the bourbon county you had to, yeah you to be fair dave was serving bourbon county stout on tap he and had dave always has top of the line bar you know it's whatever you what, what do you want he always has two house drinks an old-fashioned and a sleigh ride um i stayed old fashions all night i was drinking old fashions because i'm old-fashioned smart and um uh, but he has I like old time bottled pop and you know green river and seven up and in, in bottle and, you know, just all kinds of stuff he's it's, a classy guy he is it, it, the party he spares no expense at the party and people came gussied up this year because we have not as a group as a world have not been out socializing so the the dress code this year has had elevated expo you wore a sport coat you were looking sharp. Well, you know, you not you, of course, out out dressed everyone there. That's not true. You've got you've got style. You had the you had a yeah. Brian cleans up good, everybody. I, I don't do know if you know this. Good. I don't know if you know, it's a compliment. I don't know if he Thank can you. take it. I don't but, like uh, compliments. <laughs> you know that. Apparently, you know I that. don't remember saying anything to your wife about your psyche. You guys were talking about because and it came about because people were there were, again, people saying very nice things that I don't, you know, need to, but yeah, anyway, it was very, it was, there was, there were points where it was uncomfortable. Cause I was like, I don't want, here's the thing. I don't want people going, Oh, we still wish you were on WGN. Yeah. So do I, you know, to be, to be quite honest, should I still be there? Yeah. You bet your ass. I should be you and I put out some great content and there were a we lot did. of people there who, we're saying that, and and I appreciate it. I appreciate when they were, um, I, I appreciate the compliments. But then it gets weird, like, okay, because some were like really effusive, and it was like, oh, uh, stop, okay, cut it out. That's that's weird. But we had lovely conversations with Dean Richards, and uh, Bozo was there, not in costume. Dean's amazing. 
Yeah, Dean, Dean was a lot of fun to talk to. Uh, Jeff and Tracy Hoover. Jeff is a producer on WGN Morning News, and uh, Tracy works in the healthcare field, and they do uh, Happy Hour with the Hoovers on Facebook. They're, uh, you know, so they were great to talk to, and there were other people there, and you and Casey were there, and we met, uh, we talked to some of Dave's neighbors, uh, Mary and Matt, who were just, Mary was like, the most vivacious teacher in the world. She was, she exuded fun, positive energy. Yes. She was like, uh, she's like the fun out of your mind teacher that you would have, uh, graduated. Went, oh, she was probably my favorite teacher. And her husband, Matt had on, he had on the jacket of the night. He did. Yeah. That, that was the jacket of the night. The red and the red and white kind of checkered, uh, Christmasy jacket. Dave keeps good company. Yeah, like everyone there was interesting or cool, or you know, we saw Karen. Conti, oh yeah, we saw Karen Conti, who we and Jerry. did a show with for years. Which talked to Walter Jacobson. Does it? I got like, it feels like a hundred years ago. It does. I I I can't even I can't even I can barely even like imagine going into the station and like doing the show with you and then having Karen come in and doing an hour and then hanging out with you after like, it feels like 20 years ago. Yeah. And it's it was insane. only a couple of years. It, it was wasn't like that... four years we were doing that. Oh yeah. It's insane. Yeah. We were, I mean, we worked there for a long time and now we didn't. And but Karen okay. was on the show for a long time. Yeah. So we Karen were was like on the show for a long years. time. Because when we went, when we moved to Sunday, I was still doing sports night. Oh my God. Yeah. Yeah. And we started, I forget, it was in January. We started the new Sunday show on, in, on a Sunday in January. I forget what year it was, but yeah. So, you know, it was nice to see people. I saw Andy Mazer and his, uh, his girlfriend. We talked to Andy when we first got there. So that was nice. Dave Schwan was there. All the WGM people that uh, that were at the party, they were they were a lot of. It was great to see them, great to talk to them. Um, you know, Dave's house is like a little museum in some parts, but uh, yeah, it was fun to just it was fun to just hang around and talk and have a couple drinks and some good food. I wish you know next year I'm going to bring some Ziploc bags because Dave was saying there were a lot of extra meatballs, and I'm like, well, you know, if I if I had a to go bag, I'd you know, Fill it up. Be out of here. But we wanted it to go back. Oh man! How was your Uber home? I slept the entire time. That's probably best. Literally got in the in the Uber and I was just like, um. <laughs> how long an Uber ride was that? Twenty minutes. Twenty minutes? Maybe. Maybe twenty. No, it took me longer than twenty minutes to get there. Oh God, I don't remember. Uh, I can look on the Uber app. I live a lot. I live a lot closer to Dave than you do. That's the wrong app. Hold on. Sandy wants to know if the new GM bosses were there. They were. There was no upper management at the party. There was no upper management. And you know what? I appreciate. There was no that. lower management either. No I appreciate likes, that too. No one does management parties. Come on, that doesn't make sense. No, I don't want to do that. I want to. I didn't want to party with management. Trips. Here we go. Check this out. Yeah. Let's see. Uh, 1230 AM. Uh, what was the, it just says that you went forever. You were in there forever. All it says is 1230. It was a late part. Oh, sorry. All right. So, it was so two years ago when you and I went, we closed it out 
Yeah. It was literally you, me, and there were like a hundred some people there. I mean, it was, it was huge. Yeah. And at the end of the night, it was you and me and our spouses were the old last people standing. Right. This year, I, you know, we, we had it out at like, did you leave before us? See, we got separated because we were all sitting in, in the dining room talking and then we got up to say goodbye and, you know, get our, and I lost track of you. Okay. I think we left, I think we left either, we must have left right around the same time. Okay. Because I don't know where you went. I think maybe you went downstairs to say goodbye to somebody. But okay. by that time I was ready to go. So I said my goodbyes to everybody who was still there that I needed to say goodbye to when I left. We, it looks like. I know we got home around one o'clock, which for us was very, very late. We got one ten, So it was about 40 minutes, I guess. Okay. Yeah. 30 to 40 minutes drive. Wow. Yeah. That's, that's a long ride. Probably a half, close to a half hour. But uh, the point is when we left at 1230, 1245, there were 20 people downstairs. Yeah. There were still people hanging out. It was a rager. I mean, it was, yeah. uh, yeah, we, we didn't, we didn't close it down. No. Well, that was fine. I, I was happy not doing that. I was, I was good to go. Cause we got, I mean, we got there at 20 after seven, maybe seven, you were, 15, 20 we after were there seven. early. Yeah. We got, there yeah. Seven, and then we too. stayed and it. And so, yeah, I was, I couldn't believe it. We hadn't, we haven't stayed out that late in forever. And, uh, Boy, it took me about 17 seconds to fall asleep when I got home. <laughs> like, oh, it's one o'clock in the morning. What are we doing? This is crazy. Oh, no. <laughs> Dude, I, I got that. So here's the thing. Like, so to pace yourself at a party, sometimes it's better to stick to beer instead of mixed drinks. Yeah, but you were drinking 15% beer. Apparently not so when it comes to Bourbon County Stout. Uh I was very far ahead of everyone when it came to how much uh, was being consumed. And uh, what can I say? I had the most embarrassing moment, though, because I have giant feet. And Dave's stairs going to his basement are those stairs that have the little overhang, you know, so like the, the stair, the step actually comes out farther. And so my feet, when they get on the stair, my toes go all the way up to the the wall so there's some overhang and i was walking up the stairs with a drink and i was i was not drunk mm -hmm. and my toe caught i was following dave and tracy hoover up the stairs and dave said something about tripping and my toe caught on the step and i tripped and my drink went all over the wall and i was like oh no I said, I'm so sorry. Let me get some. No, no, I'll get his son to clean it up. I'm like, no, let me clean. He goes, no, that's fine. Don't worry. And I said to him later, I go, is my invitation revoked now because I tripped on the stairs? No. I'm thinking, well, if I had fallen, I'd have sued you. So that would have been a killjoy. That would, that would have ruined the party right there. I filed a little lawsuit. There, there had to be a couple lawyers in that place. Mm -hmm. You know, there were a lot of, a uh, lot of glamorous looking people floating through. And then, you know, us. Mm-hmm. So people, uh, your wife caught uh, some attention from some with her, people with her boots. Yeah, yeah, she had some pretty, she, pretty she rad, pretty crazy footwear. boots. She was, was, was teaser because some guy downstairs tried some old guy, and I when I say old, he was older than me. She came down. I was at the bar. And she came up. She was gonna get you guys uh, another BCS. He's like, hey, pretty good, huh? And she's like, huh? He goes, 
he holds up his glass. Yeah, you were drinking the same thing. Pretty good, huh? I'm like, oh, dude, stop it, stop it. You stop, stop hitting on this woman here at a party where everybody is obviously married. It was not a singles party. It feels great to have a wife who gets hit on sometimes. I yeah, very nice. You know, when she's not interested in anybody else, and sometimes uh, even not even me. You know, it's, uh, right. it's a great feeling. It's fantastic. Fantastic. All right. Well, listen, I think we've said enough for tonight. We are working on some things for the uh, the holiday show. And uh, maybe some special guests. Well, I am. I'll let you know oh. if, if they come to fruition. All right. But uh, good luck this weekend being outside. It's supposed to at least warm up a little bit so you can get your outdoor lighting done. Yes. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, next week. Uh, next week will be fun. I don't know if I'll uh, drink as much as I did tonight. I think I'm you halfway into my street. When's our eggnog? When's our eggnog show? That's got to be the 21st right oh, before that's Christmas. Good. That's the eggnog show. So that's going to be the big holiday extravaganza. Next week, I might have a major announcement. <gasps> really? But I don't know. I don't know yet. I need to confirm that tomorrow. Wow. Uh, Hold on. So stay tuned for a potentially fun, uh, very exciting next week. If not, uh, wow. we'll just do a regular show. Yeah, it'll just be, wow, that is, now that's a tease. It is. So we're going to leave, we're going to leave everybody with that tease. And just say, uh, don't forget to uh, follow Cody on, uh, that's right, the Curiosity Daily Podcast, curiositydaily.com. Uh, I am I am just doing nonstop trivia events from now until Christmas, basically. Um, had one today. I've got them every day this week. I've got seven wow. next week. On Friday, on Friday the 17th, I'm doing four events, <laughs> starting at 10 in the morning. Oh, my gosh. Oh, yeah. It's gonna be fun, fun, Good. fun. Good for you. Yeah, and I don't have to leave the. I don't have to leave. It's perfect. It's the best way to socialize. I don't have to. I do. <laughs> I do everything from here. And uh, the weekend in Kenosha. If you made it out to the Kenosha shows, thank you. That was uh, was quite an event. But uh, yeah, listen to Cody. And next week, will there be an announcement? This is a cliffhanger. This is like who who shot Jr. Mm -hmm. This is will Cody have an announcement? Right. And if so. What will that announcement be? Right. And will his son have tipped over the tree yet? <laughs> Lot, lots of drama. Lot of drama. Mama, lots of drama. All right. Well, thank you for uh, listening. Tell your friends, uh, like, follow, click, whatever it is you have to do. Spread the word. It's the holiday season. Our gift from you would just be telling some more people to listen. Wouldn't that be nice? It would. All right. Anything you want to say, Cody? No, I can't. I'm surprised you didn't have more. More what? Stuff. I don't know. No, You're a content weird. machine. You're a content I know, but we've been, we've been jabbering for over an hour and a half. No, it's fair. Plus, it's I fair. have to go to the bathroom. Well, and you know, if five more minutes goes by, I will be blackout drunk and won't yeah. remember the rest of the show. So we right. might as well. Just... No, so we'll, you know, we'll call it tonight. No, you're right. We'll, no, go you had a great top. tease. You yeah, had a fantastic no, tease. Love it. No, hey, this Why is... Why are we going to ruin that? Excellent programming. I, I'm just so... I'm pleased. Are you pleased with all of it? All right. Well, we could keep talking about this for a while. <laughs> don't spit your, don't backwash your barley wine. I would never do that. That should be your new t-shirt. Don't backwash my barley line. No, I'm wearing yeah. a CM Punk t-shirt. Let's go, dude. CM Punk. CM Punk. <laughs> you just want more of his ice cream bars. I do. 
I don't blame you. So good. I would like a nice ice cream bar. Did you notice the uh, Christmassy backdrop tonight? Yeah, the, uh, yeah, I mentioned it at the start of the show. It's yeah. amazing. It's uh, fantastic. I think that this you got the tree, you got the flannel. Everyone's got it all going. Oh yeah, everything's looking red- good crap behind me i just it's this i'm not really dressed for it but i'll do it no i made sure i i put the stuff up in the office so that uh would be ready for tonight so i did the office debbie did part of it and i finalized it with the fakey snow underneath all the peanut stuff to uh so i'd have a oh my zoom background is tight tight and then i'll go to you know see what uh see what else we got done today try to get the house finished by Friday, so I could just sit and enjoy for the rest of the. Uh, they had to come in. Uh, now I, I actually sat in the big chair. Here's an update. I finally got to sit in the new big chair because they came and uh, they had to replace every bit of ma- machinery in this chair. I'm like, why didn't you just give us a new chair? Yeah. Oh, no. They're just, I don't know. So guys came, they took all the mechanical stuff out from underneath and put all new machinery in all new mechanism in the chair that had only been sat in by Debbie and the dogs. Okay. But now, uh, the other night after, when was it? It was maybe Sunday night after we had, uh, I had done all the outside and then I did a bunch of stuff Sunday and I put the trees up and I was, I was beaten. I was like, can I sit in the big chair? Debbie was like, yes, you can sit in the big chair. Oh, I loved it. We'll see. We'll see if I continue to get to sit in the big chair. I'm the biggest person. I should sit in the biggest chair. Right. I'm the man of the house. I agree. I am the man of the house. I agree. You just said that. I know. I, I wanted to reiterate it. I still agree. I'm glad you do because I don't know if you know this. I'm the man of the house. Dude, with the amount of beer I've had tonight, I don't know a whole lot of things. No, that's it. You got to. <laughs> oh, Marta says the background is nice. Thank you, Marta. Uh, Thank thanks you. everybody for listening. Thank you for, uh, doing all that. Cody sober up, uh, until next week, then get drunk again. Okay. I like, I like a drunk Cody. It's always, uh, he's always fun. It's sober never Cody's, fun. Sober tonight, Cody's fun. Tonight was fine. Tonight, tonight is actually the most fun a drunk Cody has been. Usually well, cause we drunk- didn't go on any rants. I know. We didn't have any angry rants by next week. We'll have some angry rants. I knew this week we'd be talking about, uh, our, home decor for the holidays so our denouement until next time america our armoire get in an armoire a davenport that's a sofa yes my wife's grandmother used to call it davenport i still do i know you do because you're an old lady (laughs) bye